0: Hello everybody. Hello, this is Ray Renati and you have reached Green Room on Air. I hope you're not weary and feeling small. I hope you're you're unweary and feeling tall. I sound like Dr. Seuss today, don't I? We have an an excellent guest today. We had a great conversation about the the uh, performing industry as it were, especially as it exists here in San Francisco and in Los Angeles. My guest is the founder of Aura Casting. What is Aura Casting? Well, Aura Casting is a casting director company, and it's run by Taylor Lambert. He started in the industry in 2011 in San Francisco. He's worked as an accomplished actor, model, brand ambassador, host, director, production coordinator, producer, many things, entrepreneur. And these are all great experiences for a, uh, a casting director to have because they have to wear many hats. What is a casting director, you may ask? Or a, a casting agent? Well, and how does it differ from a talent agent? Well, let me tell you, a casting agent, a casting agent works for those who want to produce work. Television stations, independent film producers, studio film producers, etc. A talent agent works for the talent, the actors, the voice actors, etc. Etc. is my word for the day, I suppose. Anyway, they're separate. One works for the producer and one works for the talent. And... Ne'er shall the twain meet, or whatever the phrase is. And Taylor is a casting director. Anyway, we had a great conversation, and I'm sure you will enjoy it. You better. You better. You know what? And if you do, and if you don't, tell your friends about Green Room on Air and all the great stuff you've heard here. Over the years, um, another thing I'd like to ask, if if you can, you know, you can you can give as little as ninety nine cents. I, I do this all for free because I love it, but it does cost me some money. It would be awesome if some of you, my my listeners out there, could give me a little bit of financial support. And all you have to do is go to Anchor FM forward slash on Air. And there's a little support button there, and you can give as much or as little as you want. Uh, I think the l- the smallest amount is ninety nine cents. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That would be awesome. Not only is et cetera my word for the day, but awesome is my word for the day. I'll put a link for that in the uh, in the show notes. Um, just want to say a little bit about Betty White. It's sad to see her pass, but boy, what a great life she lived. 99 years old. So hilarious. She spread so much good cheer around the world. She was also an animal rights activist. She was married to Alan Ludden, who was the host of Password. For those who are old enough, that was a very popular game show show. Back in the olden days, and they were very much in love, apparently. And so we will all miss the late great Betty White, and I'm sure she's up there listening. I love you, Betty. I love you. All right. Anyway, that's a, that's enough for today. Uh, in terms of my pre-show rambling. So why don't we get to our guest, the fantabulous Taylor Lambert. Tell me about Aura Casting. This is sort of a a thing that came out during COVID that you started. Totally. Totally came out of COVID, Ray. You know, this was something that
1: I wasn't anticipating. I wasn't planning for. You know, I was just working at my nine to five video production company job in mm-hmm. Oakland as a producer you know, production coordinator and then one day you know early March my boss calls me into his office and I think it's the standard routine and I bring my notepad and pen, I'm going to take notes on the project he says sorry man you're fired we have to let you go oh jeez! so clean cut you know and literally two hours later I'm you know I'm doing what What you see happens in TV shows where people put things in the in the cardboard box, the flower sticking out. Oh yeah, it was was real. You know what I mean? Like I was actually living that story. (laughs) So I had to laugh at myself in the moment while I was walking out of the building, like, "Wow, I feel like I'm watching a TV show of myself." Yeah. Um. And so, you know, obviously, like everyone else, uh, uh, that year was extremely hard to deal with. Twenty twenty. And so, you know, I thought, okay, well, I'm let go. Maybe I can go to the coffee shop. Maybe I can go to the movies with friends. And (laughs) over, you know, two days later, Newsom initiates the shutdown. Yeah. So holy moly. So in, you know, kind of that depth of despair that eventually I got to, because I just didn't know what to do for months and months at a time. Yeah. I realized, you know, there's so much that I've done in my life that I can that I can bring forward into something new, perhaps. So, you know, I've been an actor, uh, I've been a director, producer, um, I've, uh, you know, coordinated events, parties, and, um, you know, really believe in community and building community. So all these things sort of swirled together in my mind as I was kind of brainstorming on my Google doc, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. cause talk about a time for reflection, um, the only the only thing I could do, right, is just sort of reflect at home, and uh, so, or a casting came out uh, early. No, let's see, mid December, December eighteenth, I think was the day I had the idea, and it was essentially a you know casting service, freelance casting service, gone virtual. So I don't have a studio, and I thought that that was really important for me to to do it that way because, you know, in the Bay area, we have such great casting directors, you know, we've, we've, um, you know, there's gotta be a way for me to kind of distinguish myself in the space and, you know, offer clientele and producers a different option. And so, uh, it, it really kind of behooved me, you know, uh, from a financial standpoint too, because, you know, I didn't have any overhead. I didn't have a studio, essentially the studio, was the actor's living room or green screen with their, you know, 4k cameras and ring lights. I mean, Hey, you practically got a studio Mm -hmm. in in every audition. It just looks a little different. Um, so, you know, I took that theory and ran with it. I was like, well, this is sort of the way we're going. I mean, I don't know what'll happen. Like I, (laughs) you know what I mean? I was like, are actors still going on set, but you know, this is January, 2021. No idea. No idea but um but yeah I thought you know there was there was literally nothing else I could do I have to do something I have to move you know what I mean <laughs> because yes, yes. it's just it's just that sort of fire uh in all of us when when we hit a rock bottom to to have to move up and, and go forward uh, mm-hmm. but before I keep rambling on I, w- I want to take pauses because I know I can do that if
0: you have no no I, I, I so exactly wanted what I wanted to know um mm-hmm. So everything is virtual. You're, you're depending on actors to uh, record themselves in a way that people won't want to hit the stop button in three seconds, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which I know can be a challenge since we're all sort of just trying to figure this out right now. I know I've had to submit some of those uh, over the last couple yeah. of years, and I, you know, I'm, I'm getting much better at it. I look back at the first couple I did. Oh, my God, what a disaster. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It, you know what I find difficult is like I'm a, well, I have, I have a photography business. It's kind of slowed down like crazy, but it was doing well for a while. And you know, that's fine. I can set it up behind the camera, you know, but then when I have to do the acting, the producing, be my own camera man, be my own lighting man, be my own sound man or person. Sorry. Um, that can be daunting. Yes. Uh, right. Have you found right. that with some of the yes. actors? Yeah. No, I mean, I think you're, I think you're hitting all the right notes there. Um,
1: you know, it's such a new learning for everybody because you remember pre-pandemic days when you, think I mean, you. I mean, I got exist. used to it. Yeah, yeah. We all got yeah. used to it for it's like good. so many years. Yeah. yeah, you go down to the casting room. Everyone's there, especially in the Bay Area. Everyone's friendly. They're hanging yeah. out, having yeah. a great making yeah, friends, like where they're giving yeah, each other yeah. the,
0: the evil eye. You know,
1: right? I mean, it's you know really really collaborative up here, and people you know rooting for each other. And man, yeah. I, I love that. You know, um, and so obviously, you know. Back then, self tapes were a little bit more frowned upon because it was a sign that you were lazy and that you couldn't come into the city for whatever reason and do the thing. Right now, it's quite the opposite. Now it's now it's the preferred way, and I think it's really um, kind of uh, speeding up efficiencies in the industry that we were waiting for, but never had a reason to sort of go along with because, well the pandemic wasn't here and there's nothing sort of forcing us. Right. And and now, and now it's a completely new set of tools. So basically I give these workshops, I help out with, you know, giving tips and tricks to actors. It's so, it's so fun to do. Um, And, you know kind of explaining best practices you know best pra- like we're still sort of discovering what's the best like i'm starting to believe that tail slates are just way better because i want to see your performance right up front i just want to i just want to get to the goods show me the jewels and then we can do business at the end right that's sort of like a new discovery i had and then sort of you know m- making it up as i go along with my client in mind right producers hiring me to see the talent. I think, well, what does the director want to see right now? Like what would be the best take? So I think, yes, it's tough because you got to be all these different. And if you get hungry, then you're crafty. You have to take a little break. You set up a little crafty table for yourself on the side of the room. (laughs) But yeah, you're all these things, right? So it's like, I just like to tell actors this, you can keep it simple. It's totally fine. $25 ring light on Amazon green screen or not just a blank wall you can even record on your iphone or android totally fine i mean the audio isn't the best but it's it's doable right and i can see you and hear you okay i mean that's like 90 percent of well let's see that's uh technically 90 percent but the most important part like you're saying is the performance really being able to let that other stuff go okay i've set up everything now i can get into my actor zone Right. So it's, it's asking a lot,
0: but, um, but, but all things, all things being equal though, yep. uh, like say, uh, you, you get, you get 50 tapes in, or I can't believe we still call them tapes. That cracks me up. Anyway, you get 50 tapes in.
1: Yeah. Tapes. I like it. Tapes. Yeah. I, I call it tapes sometimes. I mean, it's just, I, anyway. anyway. Yeah. You get 50 <laughs> tapes in
0: and, uh, for some part in a commercial and say 10 of them, the acting is all right in the ballpark. Three of them, the production value is awesome, right? The person's got it down. Don't they have a huge advantage?
1: Well, let's see. Yes. And no, if, if the production value is dramatically enhancing their performance Mm -hmm. then yes but not in and of itself in other words not production value in and of itself just looking good you can have an insanely beautiful setup three-point lighting green screen made up you know hair hair make everything it works and if you're giving me a plastic performance you're giving me a plastic performance
0: you know okay but but uh, like say but say they're all they're all in the ballpark of good Yeah. Um, I, I just took a workshop from, I forget his name. You probably know him. Shoot. Uh, I think it was, yeah. Joan Spangler recommended it. So I took it and I paid for it and he's an actor and he also helps with these tapes. Um, now he has a company, I forget his name. Shoot. Anyway. Um, he said that he went to an audition and he booked it. And one of the reasons was, is that the producer said, not only was your acting really good, but we could see that you really took the time to make it look professional. And he's made a full-time job of this. He's got all the best stuff. He's got a studio he made. He's got everything down, you know? Yeah. And I felt, and I thought, well, that's great, but that also kind of sucks. You know, for a lot of people, Um, there are people who live in tiny little studios who can't, who can barely, if they require a full body shot, who can barely get one in or can't unless they go in the hall or or of their apartment or outside or something. It's a really good point, Ray. And I feel like, you
1: know, you're speaking to something I haven't really considered, but it's, it's really changing. uh, It, it, yeah, what's it called? changing the playing field so basically it's not just the performance but if you have such a stellar production it's you know part of the interview process it shows that you care it shows that you're focused right it shows professionalism yeah but but that's not necessarily this is now a philosophical conversation that's not necessarily fair right that's my point (laughs) Yeah, no. And it's great. But honestly, this this is this is the biggest point of all. If you have three amazing performances from three separate actors, one of them has an insanely great setup. I think either consciously or subconsciously, the producer is going to pick that person because it's pleasing and it's pleasing to his or her clients or their clients. You know what I'm saying? So. It's, it's very interesting and, uh, you know, borderline sad, perhaps, because, you know, um, however, I mean, there could be ways to again, again, affordably find basic setup. Right. And, you know, and, and I see a lot of auditions and very rarely are they studio grade. I mean, I've of the thousands I've seen, maybe like two but that was just crazy and the performance wasn't even really good because they put all their energy in setting it up <laughs> you know
0: right. not acting so i i hear you i um it's just another thing that's been introduced into the whole process that i find right now unfortunate <laughs> and yeah. i'm glad that you've been able to come up with a company that uh you know is taking advantage of this and maybe you're going to help people become better at it. It's just that, you know, our jobs have changed in a, in a, in a big way because of COVID. Um, yeah. I mean, having to do this is, I mean, I'd rather get in my car, drive 45 minutes over to the city and then come home and be done with it. There's also the whole, the whole, well, maybe not with commercials so much, but now when you're auditioning for, uh, when you're auditioning for plays, they're, they're having you do this. And I find that a huge disadvantage for me because I do, I've done a lot of musicals and I, I sing, I'm a decent singer, but I I'm not amazing. You know, I'm not like one of those people, like people, they fall out of their chairs and like, Oh my God, it's incredible. You know, I'm more of a character actor singer and, and much of that in the audition is I need to be there in person to convey yeah. Yeah. my abilities. And when I have to do it on the camera, it just doesn't work I, or I haven't found it, how to make it work yet. And, and, and it, I find that startling that plays theatrical
1: productions would, would have you record it. To, is that because it sort of like the commercial industry is just more efficient for the director producer. because of COVID? Or? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and they're still doing it uh, for the most part. And even if that now that they don't have to, it's just more convenient now. And also mm-hmm. they can get people from all over the place. So if they want, if they decide they want to bring somebody out from another state, they can.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're def- you know, so I don't, we're casting yet. Who mm-hmm. knows, but we don't do, uh, you know, plays, cast, theatrical casting yeah. plays. We we do more you know, commercial short film, mm-hmm. But, uh, it sounds like that's mirroring what, what I'm doing. They're bringing people from out of state, you know, the, the selection is five times the size, right? Because you don't have to fit people into sessions, you know, in a yeah. slot of the studio. So you're getting people from like Montana and Idaho to submit for, for projects with, you know, knowing that there's a travel budget, all of a sudden it opens up. Now
0: that's great. That's a great
1: opportunity yeah, for people. Now, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I personally love that about about what you know the pandemic has done. It sort of democratized the process a little bit more, right? So somebody mm-hmm. in like yeah, like Podunk, you know, Nebraska, yes, catches wind of this really cool national commercial for Nike, whatever, audition from home. You know, the beauty with all of this is. There's a respect to actors' time and energy, which I so appreciate. I hear you when you say you want to go to the studio 45 minutes, get it done. Mm-hmm. But man, I remember like driving sometimes I had four auditions in a day. My whole day was in the car, right? Mm-hmm. Five minutes at each spot. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was. And I live in Walnut Creek, so I'm just driving everywhere. Yeah. Um and there's something to be said about well, what if I could have done those four auditions at home on Zoom like this? That's pretty cool. Or even yeah. a self-tape where I can get creative and wear a different costume halfway through and then re-record because I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it invites creativity. It, it it's more honoring of the te- artist's time and energy. Of course, you do miss some things. You know, you, you're saying. I mean, especially for a. I, I still can't get over that. A play audition on tape. I mean, yeah, isn't the it's whole the, point the, of a
0: play to be on It's the norm now. <laughs> you, the, you you're, the callbacks, now they're starting to have callbacks in person, but almost always now the wow. initial audition is a wow. submit a video, especially for equity theater, right? which kind of blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I'm surprised, but that's in, thanks for letting me know that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it'll open up uh, opportunities for actual theatrical agents in the Bay Area since we don't really have any. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So um, how do you feel about actors who are in the union here in the Bay Area? Do you think there's, it's a huge disadvantage to be a member of SAG AFTRA?
1: It's tough up here as you know, there's Mm -hmm. just not as many opportunities. Um, Um, you know,
0: people submitting down to LA though, like now that everything's kind of open, do you find that people are able to submit for, you know, honestly, I haven't,
1: I haven't done many productions yet in Los Angeles. I don't think I've done one yet. Um, Mm -hmm. it's funny. I, we just got a client and, in Texas. So maybe this is my roundabout way to, to getting <laughs> to moving in the right uh, direction. Say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. So we'll see, you know, and it's local hires in Texas, but you know, for, for SAG, I mean, it would make sense, right? Bay area union actors could easily self tape audition for union productions in LA where most of them happen. Um, you know, I think it's, it's tough. I've, you know, if, if I was an actor, again, I'd seriously consider going FICOR just because you'd have options for both. I know, you know, some folks frown upon that, but I'm also sort of in, in the artist's mindset of, well, you know, how can I pay rent? How can I do all these things I need to do, especially if you're planning to live your life in the Bay Area and you well know that it's 90, 95 percent non-union. I mean, what are you doing? You're just missing out on all these great opportunities that you could be perfect for. Yeah, you that's know? what
0: I've been doing for the last Number of years. Um, and I, I think I'm going to go FICOR, but they make it hard. Uh, first, they give you a giant guild trip, and then they make it hard sure. for you to figure out how to do it. You have to mm-hmm. send a letter to some specific person in New York and hope they respond to you. It's just not easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I just think it's kind of unfortunate that, like, if you get to the point where you're able to join the union, then all of a sudden you can't work. Um, it's the craziest system, but. I don't know. How has it been going for you? Are you getting, are you getting some union auditions up here? I did it. Well, home? I mean, in some ways it's been good. I was in a short film and that was because I was in the union and they only used union actors about a year and a half ago. And then um, <laughs> I've done extra union work, which pays yeah. really well compared yeah. to non-union extra work, which, you know, more than paid my dues. I've done like three yeah. of those in the last year. I'm not in this to be an extra though. Yeah. No, of course not. Although like the last extra job I did was, I mean like almost $600 and I did absolutely nothing. Literally. I sure. sat in a chair in the rain waiting to go home. I <laughs> <laughs> was
1: well, like, yeah, I'll take 600 bucks for that. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it's like, is that acting? No, no, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. yeah. You know, I could have made $300 doing a real job that was non-union. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I remember those days too
1: of just being, being so antsy and sort of getting in an existential crisis, right? Like on set, like I'm doing nothing. Why am I, you know, I would just start freaking out internally and being like, I don't care about the money anymore. I just need to leave. Like, this is dumb. This is not what I got, you know, trained four years in college. Yeah. Shakespeare and Beckett and all the greats. And here I am now as an extra on the set where they don't even need me. And I'm eating way too many Twizzlers yeah. and getting a sugar right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I, you know, just one-on-one I'd love to consider you for projects. We have a lot coming up. Most of them are non-union though. So um, it's just, you know, and here's the thing, non-union has changed a lot. You know, I feel like you've probably been in the game way longer than I have, but I remember there, there used to be, I don't remember, but I've been told that there was a time where non-union was just, horse oh, was, done. like no one wanted to do That's why
0: it. I joined the union because I was like, yeah. I, I would get, you know, five, six commercials a year that would pay like a couple hundred bucks. And I, if I added up all of my travel up to San Francisco and back yeah. uh, when I used to do my taxes, it like barely break even. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, like, what's yeah. the point? <laughs>
1: So yeah, that's right. And it's, it's changed so much now. And I think it's because of, you know, social media and sort of this digital frenzy of, of companies wanting little spots, social media spots, website banners, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think subsequently rates have gone up and, you know, I just did a national non-union the other day, $8,000 for the See
0: that, see that was unheard of before.
1: Yeah. 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 So, so, so there so there is hope i mean we'll, we'll see where it goes i like it too because it sort of allows for anybody to audition right like mm-hmm. the barrier to entry is so low there's no barrier you, you know you just you're just sent the audition notice and uh and and you can do it which is um anyway that's a whole separate note on on you know, my whole, uh, idea of democratizing the audition process. I mean, I think there's a lot of, uh, platforms that actors pay for, you know, casting networks and backstage and they're good platforms, but I am fundamentally interested in veering away from the whole pay to play model. Yes. Right? Like, what does that look like? What does it look like? And your question was awesome that you, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead to That's it okay. on, on social media. How do you leverage social media? Yes, and it's a brilliant question, and it's it's oh the one saturated. I've written
0: down on the webpage that I gave you yeah 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 because I yeah, haven't yeah, asked yeah. it yet here <laughs> right sorry I people people are wondering is referring to a number of questions that I sent yeah. that I actually yes. haven't asked any of yet yeah sorry uh, yesterday he asked me <laughs> yesterday over
1: an email <laughs> but but do, let, let me just pause do you want to ask the question no even, no please
0: answer you just yeah, want to yeah. know how you leverage social media. Leveraging social media,
1: you know, yeah. and it, it's so cool because obviously that's free, right? People mm-hmm. on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, no big deal, right? If I put a casting out there and I say, hey, we've got this job for you and you know, you sign up to audition, you know, there's no $25, $30 a month commitment. There's no, uh, you know, any other motive than just trying to get people opportunities, And I think it's a deep seated passion for me because I used to be an actor for so long to give someone an opportunity that has no strings attached, you know? And um, so I think that can be the future, you know, especially with casting directors like me and the sort of younger generation of casting directors who are a little bit more tech savvy and can kind of navigate the submission processes on their own and don't need to be sort of reliant on, you know, softwares that you know, casting corporations use.
0: So it's interesting. I totally yeah. agree with you. I mean, years ago, the pay to play thing was a no, no. I mean, nobody would pay. I mean, I resent the fact that the casting networks is now forcing me to pay just for my agent to submit me. I mean, I, th- I actually thought that yeah. was illegal. Um, or maybe yeah, it is isn't. no one's enforcing it. I think it is actually illegal. It's just not enforced. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to have to pay. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, th- I mean, I think you're referencing maybe, you know, the Krikorian Act of 2010 when a casting director, I, f- I forget either, he he told actors to sign up for his workshop, but it was really an audition or the other way around. But regardless, he misnamed what, talent is paying for and so the korean act said you know you cannot you know going forward you know people cannot force actors to pay for auditions and i feel like the loophole maybe with casting networks is it's just a platform and they you know, are, are just a platform for casting directors to use mm-hmm. um but if casting directors had built in or casting networks had built in casting directors. Maybe that would be sort of a shady, shady area, but you're right. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot pay. And so I'm very leery about that charging town. Ta- Cause why would you, I mean, it also, why would you want to charge actors anyway? They're the bottom of the totem pole, right? It's like, it's like, because client, they're desperate ad agency, producer, director, casting director, agent, talent, right? It's just like, it just, because the are goes.
0: We're desperate. Know, Actors no, are I, desperate. They'll do anything. They'll do what they're, and they're, you know, they're, they're trained to do what they're told. Yeah. Right. Isn't that yeah. what we're we do what you're told. Uh, yeah. And so yeah. we do what we're told. <laughs> it's so different than any other industry. People wouldn't put up with it.
1: <laughs> it's true. Well, I think, you know, I just, just to riff off that, I mean, I always ask myself why, you know, there's desperation. And I think in our culture, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, is this, this hint of I could go to Hollywood. This could be my break. This could change everything. I can move to LA. You know, there's always that in the back of every actor's mind. Mm. Just one more time, just deal with one more crappy job one more time, because I'm going to meet so-and-so and and they're going to connect me. You know, I, I, and it's, it's, it's beautiful and sad at the same time. And you got to appreciate that actor hustling spirit of always working and trying. and, And, you know, there's such a love there and a passion there. Mm-hmm. But um, but the reality is so unbelievably difficult, and, and your your karmic alignment has to be such in this lifetime to make sure that, you know or whatever you no, can, know that you could actually make it, you know, and it, it, you know that's sometimes, sometimes there's
0: but, politics involved, and then that's completely out of your control. Yes, uh, unless you're like right. one of those. <laughs> I mean, I always envy the actors who are like so good at navigating that whole thing. And you watch them, I watched them do it for years. I'm like, God, you are awesome. I wish I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meeting yeah. the right people, befriending the correct people. It's like, man, it's like right. you sat down and thought about it, Right, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got a radar in your mind. You can just know who to talk to. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a crazy are yeah. cra- is, is that why aren't you acting anymore did you decide you preferred doing the yeah casting? so i
1: i mean i you know i i just it was a simple thing for me i i just didn't i told myself all right i needed to make x amount this year mm-hmm. i think it was fifty thousand dollars i was mid-twenties like if i can make fifty thousand doing this you know a year and i think i can i think i can live on this and i I got to like 45 or 44. And I just thought, man, after my fourth year of trying full time every single year, I just didn't make it. And so I just had this sort of you know, come to Jesus, just like moment of clarity and like, all right, I need to. So basically, so, so there was that and then there was About five or six different careers in between that until I got to Aura, I was just a floundering fish. I didn't know what I wanted to do. There was like, (laughs) I did tech sales. I I was a cookie maker. I did food distribution. I did community management at a co-working space. I mean, I, I did everything. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? And then that's when, you know, the pandemic hit and I finally tied up everything together, but yeah, I just couldn't make it financially, Ray. It was tough. You know, I re- I loved it. I did a lot of commercials. I did some plays, some short films, you know, Bay area you know, has only so many opportunities. It's the kind of thing where now it's turning into the whole, like make your own content game. Mm-hmm. And, I never really always had the energy for that. You know, sometimes I just wanted to be an actor with a script, like, just give me the damn script. Um, but I think that's, that's definitely the way it's turning into it's make your own stuff and, and see where that takes you. Cause yeah.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, hard to
1: f- wait for opportunities, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, so you were able to actually make $45,000 a year as an actor in the Bay area. Well, in combination with all my other little like gig jobs,
1: Oh, okay. you know, yeah. like I did, uh, I worked for kind snacks, you know, I gave out kind bars on the street, San Francisco. <laughs> that was fun. That was really fun. That's a perfect actor's job. Oh, it's yeah. great. It was like a meet and greet job. It was just great. And, um, yeah, I worked for a, a few other, I think I was a bartender at one point for a little bit and, uh, oh, I, Oh, I, this is a fun one. I worked for this company called uh, suitable technologies where I was a, a beam pilot. And basically there are these iPads on sticks with wheels that can, (laughs) I would operate one of those from my house. And there's a video of me in Palo Alto at a store with a human. It's, it's like a robot. And I was operating this robot. Talk about, you know, virtual working, working from home. This is like the epitome of working from home, but operate this robot in another place to interact with that person. And (laughs) I was hired just to promote the product. Like, look how cool this is. And I would spin around and sometimes they put a cape on me and all these funny things. (laughs) I should dig up some photos and show you, but, uh, gosh, so that was another part-time thing, you know? So I was thinking, geez, with all this hustling and I still can't just make, you know basic salary yeah I'm like what the heck i don't know i don't yeah. know i just you
0: know no i get so, you i think that's why yeah. a lot of people they just focus on theater here and then just try to make a living during the day because just you know you're not you're not going to make you're not going to make any money uh doing commercials in the san francisco bay area yeah i mean maybe there are a handful of people who've done it somehow but it's pretty rare I think a lot of the
1: good actors who remain in the Bay Area aren't so driven on um, eventually moving to Hollywood and eventually being famous and successful. But I think it's more like there's a lot of people here that just love being in plays. Yeah, and they're they're great actors and they'll do commercials on the side. That's what it is. And it's 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 really a treat for us, you know, casting up here because you know, there's a handful of really good trained actors who, you know, will be there for you. And, and earn, you know, some of my friends have left to LA and New York and, and sort of gone that route and mm-hmm. getting successful, but other folks just don't have that, uh, desire to do that. You know, I'm one of them. I, I thought about that too, but I just, I love the Bay area so much. And, um, just the energy here and the quality of life here that I, to me, that was more important than a career. Yeah. In, in entertainment.
0: Yeah. You could have had a number of guest spots on LA law. You've missed out on them.
1: <laughs> <Missed> out, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but you know, it's true. There are pretty cool movies that do come up here. I, I just wish they would cat. I think they cast some of the supporting roles up here.
0: Sometimes. Yeah. It's mostly the extras, huh? Yeah. they Sometimes they, they cast like the under five roles, you know, where you just have a few words. Right. Uh, right. right you know, let's see, what was the last big TV show that was up here? Trauma, I think. Did okay. you ever see that show? I've heard of it. I yeah, it. it was, on, it was, on, it was like, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. And, um, although I guess there have been a couple on Netflix since then up in like Petaluma, but anyway, the network TV show like channel five or, I mean, you know, NBC or whatever it was trauma. Oh. Um, there, of the, all of the principal roles, there was only one person who was a Bay Area native and lived here. Wow! And that, and that role was a principal role, but it was—he was just like the captain of the fire department there, and he didn't really do a lot. Uh, and he really—he was never part of yeah. any of the story. Um, and that's rare. Usually it's just really, really small. Like years ago, the, what was the Don Johnson show? Um, Nash Bridges. Mm-hmm. So they would always cast one local actor. You were probably like a little kid at this time.
1: <laughs> they would always, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Mid nineties. Right. I think I was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, yeah I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there was only like one local actor they would cast and everyone was always fighting for this role and they'd show the person at the top and they'd be part of the, they like initialize the story and they would just have maybe four or five words and then it would skip to the, to the root, to the real show. And it was, I always felt like it was a way of just placating. Yeah. 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 Totally.
1: Placation. I have a friend, Brian Cohen, who was actually, cause they are doing their, the remake or something up here now, another Na- Nash yes. Bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah. Brian D. Cohen, great actor young guy, he, he had a pretty nice bit part, you know, had an exchange with, um, looking on his name. Yeah. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, so, you know, who knows sometimes once in a
0: while i have a friend Mm -hmm. colin thompson that show trauma i was telling you about he was probably in the best episode they ever did and he was the protagonist and he was a murderer and he was killing everybody in this building that he worked at because he was pissed off and he was the main character in the whole episode oh really (laughs) yeah and he was here they cast him from up here which is so rare yeah. it was quite I think it's awesome
1: because you know the creative department's really used to casting in la and in their mind they think which probably has holds a lot of truth that there's just better talent options up here but now with the pandemic and um and the ability to cast virtually and just seeing more options i think we might see a shift because obviously a lot of us Actors up here can hold their own And I think it's just really getting in front of The camera showcasing what You can do so you can be Comparable to an LA Actor right just because it's LA Doesn't necessarily mean look I'm Auditioning for commercials all All over the place virtually and I get a lot of Barry auditions That are good if not better than some Of the LA ones you know I think it just has That sort of cloud that pink fuzzy Cloud of, of 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 um of aura of, of something that, that makes people like, Oh, they're LA talent. But it's just, it's not always true. I mean, there's, there's a great agency in Portland, Oregon. Really? Shout out to the, the, the option agency, Dennis Troutman, great guy, mm-hmm. great agency, man. They've got some real ringers there, Ray. I, mean, I, bet. They're good. And I know Portland. a lot of
0: good actors who live there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them have moved from the Bay area up to there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. And so I, yeah, I, I really think things are
1: changing, you mm-hmm. know, especially with this virtual world and you're going to start seeing people, you know, no longer having to drive to the interview, but drive to the paycheck, which is really great. Right. It's like mm-hmm. when you get in the your car, you're already booked. And you know, that that's such a beautiful feeling, you know, cause it's like, again, really sort of respecting time and energy that the actor has.
0: So, so perhaps this whole thing will, uh, sort of, uh, equalize it every for everyone and make it uh, the barrier to entry lower
1: well well that's you know and i think one of your questions is asking about like what you know makes us distinguishable or makes or casting different you know and i think um you know one thing i'd tag on to that is that you know we we really go out of our way to to find people and again for free Anybody, you know, back in the day, they'd go out on the street and get out flyers and things like, "Hey, you want to be in this commercial?" and yeah. so and so. But you know, with the digital age, it's me really being aggressive on social media, really creating, you know, advertisement and energy around a post or something, getting people to respond and having this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, pulling people into acting and. that feeling of showing somebody something new that they could try and they love it. Like they've never acted before. And like, Oh Taylor, I don't know. You know, my branding is very encouraging to the new artist. But anyway, that, that feeling is so warm of, Hey, let me show you an an option for, for, you know, for this next job or the rest of your life, that this could be a career for you. Would you want to act? You know, it's like people making stars. I, I think for me, it's less of, I want to get you to Hollywood, you know, and it's more like, I want to get you out of your mom's basement and, <laughs> and start <acting. laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> but just making the leap, you know, cause I have actors say, Oh, Taylor, I've never done this before. I'm really interested. You know, I refer them to acting coaches, teachers, agencies, things like that. But then I also in my auditioning, because you know, the more the merrier for digital, uh, virtual casting, right? Uh, I encourage them to audition. So I could get five times as many tapes. But it's okay because I have time now. I've not been in the studio all day just looking at one after the other. I can sit down with my team and watch all of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, equal the playing field. That's what you're saying. And I think I think it's wonderful. And I think it's really sort of inspiring. And I think we're going to get all kinds of new talent in the mix.
0: So the company is called Aura Casting, A U R A, just so everybody knows. Yeah. And are you uh, in with the Bay Area agents? Are you working yes. with them
1: very closely? Yeah, yeah, very good working relationships with all the agencies
0: here. <clears throat> and uh, are you they know, including I- you with with all their other? Well, I guess it's, what am I thinking here? No, it's well, you're the casting director. So the, the client comes to you and then you go to the agencies. Okay. Exactly.
1: It's sort of a one-way street. It would yeah. be nice if they, had, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think, yeah. you know, the business model is not you know, so as a cast director, I take a day rate, right? So then producer says, here's your, you know, here's what we have for casting. And here's what we have for talent, you know, a thousand dollars plus 20% for X, Y, and Z. So I, you know money's for the actor and the agent. So I reach out, you know, to Joan or to to Rosie or Janice, whoever. And I say, Hey, Mm -hmm. we've got this job. Would you like your talent to submit? And you know, if it's a super low job and it's like, oof, I don't think like any agents are going to like this, sometimes I just post on SF Casting or, you know, I have my own database of talent as well. Mm-hmm. And I saw you signed up. Thank you. It's awesome. I did. That's I good. said, what the heck? I'll do it. Yeah. So, you know, now that it's so easy. There, I mean,
0: it's like, it's wow, crazy. this is incredible. Yeah. 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 Totally, I mean, and, where else can you do that? Yeah, no one. I mean, no. Usually cool. they're going to make you pay. For one thing. Right, right. Like and you know, honestly, accent.
1: honestly, the thought went through my head at the beginning of this yeah. and thinking, you know, should I incorporate that? And then you're right. I mean, look, looking into the California legislature and seeing all the, uh, you know, uh, uh, positive and past about, about casting and charging for it. It's a very murky area. It's it mm-hmm. you red flagged, But more importantly than that, I discovered that But even if the law didn't exist, I wouldn't, I, like I said earlier, I just fundamentally don't believe in the pay to play actors like me are trying to make $45,000 a year. Like if there's anything we can do to spare them
0: just 30, $40 a month, you know what I mean? It's like, I do know what you mean. I thought it was great that you're not charging. Now I know you need to make money, but on the other hand, um, I feel that that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, I think there Ouch. were laws way back in the thirties and forties that were, that were drawn up by our Congress that, yeah. that precluded the, uh, that, that you weren't allowed to pay that they weren't allowed to charge. But sure. I don't
1: know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I said a lot of people bend the, bend the rules, you know, in, in yeah. our industry, there's a lot of gray area for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, it's and then just, it's just going to take someone to enforce it and who's going to do it. I mean, it's right. like on the bottom of everyone's list. So they're not going yeah. to do anything about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, and so, yeah, I thought I want to make it free. I'm just, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I believe and it feels better. I'm going to make it free. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to give workshops. I'm going to do these things. I just want to help the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's okay. You know, my, my revenue model now comes from the producers and that works just great. Which is the way it's, and yeah. Supposed and to be, I, I believe. I think you're right. Yeah. You're hundred percent right. It's the way yeah. it's supposed to be. They're the ones with the money anyway. And uh, you know, wh- wh- why would I be, you know, sort of milking the enthusiasm of these desperate actors. It's not fair. Like everyone always milks the enthusiasm of, yes. of an art. It's like, Oh, they're so excited. How do I leverage that? How do I have an ulterior motive? And like hook in, it's like BS, man, come on. Like, they're enthusiastic because they they want to they want to work they want to get paid and of course they'll like hey whoever to get yeah you know to get work but it's just oh come on yeah you know, so as an artist myself you know it's like we see through that you got to see through that you yeah. know yeah yeah it's like respect the enthusiasm and like let it live in the audition room that you got to for free <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I said, like, can you imagine you have like an interview, I don't know, at LinkedIn or Facebook and you had to pay. Exactly. That's, that but, would be the equivalent. What? And those jobs, if you got them would be six figures. Yeah, it, it, You know, it's like, what? there's something wrong here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are, is anybody else in your family uh, in, in the entertainment world? Yeah. So my family, so my brother Walker, um, let's see,
1: he is, sort of in the entertainment world. He's mm-hmm. in media production. He's got a cool company called Pierce Mill. I think it's piercemillmedia.com. And um, he does he does video work for, um, you know, all kinds of things related to food and agriculture. He does a lot of uh, historical pieces on, I think it was World War II and the Cold War. And he, you know, he works with, of uh, uh, veterans and uh, you know, d- different agencies in the government to create these really cool archival kind of documentaries and sort of interviewing like older generals and things. So it's really mm-hmm. kind of cool, specialized video production that I think a lot of people, especially in the Washington, D.C. area, can find value in if it's about the government or about policies, things like that. He's a great interviewer. He's sort of like me, he just does it all. You know, he's an actor, he's a writer, he's a director, mm-hmm. producer. And, uh, and yeah, they I think he's on his fifth or sixth year of that company. It's his own company and uh, he and his partner, Carolina. So, uh, and then my mom is uh, also in D.C. She's a political scientist and she works at Catholic university, I believe, and she's retiring this year. And my father passed away about six years ago, mm. and uh, he, he was very happy. I, I, I attribute a lot of my energy from, from him. He was a very exciting human with a lot of passion and, and just love for life and a poet, really, really good poet. And, uh, he did everything. he worked at the New York stock exchange. He was a diplomat in Italy. I mean, he was just cool and and, and just multi-talented and just real badass, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry he passed away. He sounds like a great guy. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I, it he was, was sweet. And then, and so, yeah, so my wife and
1: I, Helena, uh, uh, we, we live here with our cat. You might've seen here running around and yeah. <laughs> but uh been married for about two almost going on three years now and All right. and that's great and yeah. So
0: So mm. you and your wife run the company.
1: Yeah, that's mm. right. You know, my
0: my wife
1: actually made the leap. She she left her corporate job. She said, All right, well, it looks like aura casting is taking off. Let's see if I can I was so grateful when I heard her say that. You know, I was like, Oh great, we could definitely use your help, you know. She's never Officially, been a casting director, but she's so smart and she's an entertainer, and she, you know, she has a good sense, and she's really good at marketing, really good at finances. So, I think it'll be a really big asset for for the company to have her. Um, you know, it's it's just nice to expand that way rather than my next hire being like a part-time W-2 employee or something. It's just, gosh, financially that, you know, in California with AB5, it's like this whole thing. Yes, it, yeah, you, you can't do 1099 any, anymore, really. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, it, with what I'm doing. Um, but, you know, eventually you will need to hire uh, a, a part-time employee, but it, it's just so nice to have her because, you know, whatever we make, it's sort of our collective pot of money. And it's just sort of easy and we can just sort of grow Organically that way until we see what happens next. So, yeah,
0: yeah, that, yeah. It, it's much more convenient. And gosh, like you say, you don't have to worry about uh, AB five and W twos yeah. and insurance and all that stuff.
1: Oh yeah, I mean they they've made it. You know, because I think Uber and Lyft, you know, were really mistreating their drivers, if I remember reading correctly. Yes. And it passed the law for, for everybody. So now, you know, did you accept that I, Uber got an exemption now? They got an exemption. Yeah. Yeah. There was um, another
0: law after that. Remember, like, so Uber, yeah. so they passed this to penalize Uber and Lyft and then it affected everyone. And now Uber and Lyft don't have to um, abide by it because they paid their lawyers to uh, have us all vote for another one that uh, exempted them. And meanwhile, everyone else has to follow AB5. Yes. And you know,
1: it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So ridiculous. And it doesn't apply, you know, it, it, it isn't policy so funny. It's like one law will be established for like 1% of the use case and everybody else, the, the, the law is not relevant to them. You know, I, I find it all the time with 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 policy. It's because of this one scandal or this one particular event, which, you know, rattled the whole sort of structuring of things. And so they passed legislature to now enforce it to everybody who's doing that, that thing, but they're not doing it in a scandalous way. Never have been. Yes. Now they have to. So anyway, so the whole point is with AB five. Yeah. We're going to go that route eventually, but none do we have to, right? Cause that's yeah. Your insurance payroll, the whole, the whole nine yards. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so we'll see what happens with Helena you know, It's next year. And then maybe, later this year 2023 it'd be nice to look out for someone who is interested in you know part-time or full-time role as a casting associate to help me when we get projects because the beautiful thing about you know virtual casting is you can do many projects at one time because they don't have a studio yeah but uh you know needing someone to help me go through the tapes and you know rate them and talk to the agents
0: and you know clients and stuff so yeah we'll we'll see what happens now yeah you know, I saw a video on how you can set up your own home studio for doing self-tapes, mm-hmm. buying, spending less than like $65 yeah. on products from Home Depot. And the guy went around yeah. and bought everything at Home Depot. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can really rig things up easily, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's a sunk cost because once you buy that 65 65- the other thing, like that's your studio. And then yeah. every audition after that, and you look great, your, your face is well lit. You can, I mean, it is so simple. I, I mean, literally I, I could like, this isn't the ideal background, but I could do an audition here. If I, I could really capture, I think people get so caught up in the look when they, I my one advice to actors all the time, never forget the performance. When you're on set, they will make everything beautiful. It's not your job. Your job is to nail it, be off book, do things performance related so that, uh, you know, because we can see through all the other stuff. You know, we can really see through like we've booked people who had really crappy setups and it didn't matter
0: because. You could see seen, the acting was really good. And we've seen the
1: resume. We saw their past experience. We saw their reel. Mm-hmm. And they crushed it in the virtual callback. So there you go. You no. Know, yeah. yeah. So I not do, to fear,
0: I, you know, I think a lot of actors are just so intimidated by that. And it's like, I just did a, a self tape for a national commercial. It was for wow. salesforce.com. And nice. all I had to do, I was supposed to be a CEO looking out the window and seeing, a blimp go by that's hard, man. You really got to you got to dig deep for that one. I don't. I don't
1: ha, so how do you do it? Like what? What is the process? Like, remember in acting school, it's like the time I when I was young. It's like it's like the time I actually saw the blimp.
0: Yeah, the magic as if. Well, I've never as seen the blimp. That's it. Oh, a- I do? Um, I, I find that since I have been in SAG, uh, the, the SAG commercial that I have auditioned for, which have been so few, uh, they're so much easier than the, the non-union commercials. Like the non-union commercials, I used to have to re- learn lines and... Yeah. And then the, the union ones, you know, for cars and stuff, you very much don't do anything. I mean, it's just looking for a look, right. mostly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's really interesting. I think you're right. I think it's like
1: that style you know, you see national commercial, you see on TV, unions you know, voiceover. It's like the voiceover a lot and of the montage of the person looking wistfully at the blimp yes. and someone driving the car and you know what I mean? And it's
0: literally two seconds. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> you get paid really well. Yeah. And very well. My it. problem was is though my, my biggest thing was how long, how much time of staring at a blimp <laughs> is ideal yeah. Did I stare too long? I didn't get called just, back, so yeah. I guess it wasn't long enough where it was too long. I mean, it was literally just... Wait, they were going to do callbacks for you looking at a Yeah, blend? uh-huh. In, in a studio or, or on I, that? I don't remember. Wow. Okay. I mean, I well, should, I'm, I'm sure I would have no, heard back by now. It was last week, so I haven't heard anything. So. <laughs> and a lot of times those things, they put it out all over the place. You know, you think you're in San Francisco, oh, they're going to cast from here, but they might've put out the same casting notice to eight different cities, you know, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so where can people find you? Uh,
1: auracasting.com. Yeah. Auracasting.com. You know, we've got a, a free registration link at the bottom of, of any of the web pages there and sign up if I mean, you're an an actor you are an want to be an video. actor yeah mm-hmm. if you want to be an actor model you know totally mm-hmm. free just a few questions there headshot real anything else so that you know when we have castings we and then it's also important to say that even if you're with an agency um you know we always go through the agencies if you list your agency yeah but um you know it's really important to know that you know, community is a big part of, of what we do. So even if we're an agent, we will have these workshops, we'll have guest speakers. I think next month we're doing an ask your agent session with, with one of my favorite agents
0: and um, you know, again, uh, uh, just community events. So. so How yes, do so people get involved anything. in those? Is there a mailing list, an email?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so, you know, when you sign up, you fill in your email and I just pop that into a, a you know, mail chip type thing and just send out you know, okay. blast to see if anyone, because, you know, we don't have a login portal. It's not a super fancy, fancy sort of software, but yeah, it's enough on the back end where I can see, you know, who's entered their information and I can, you know, get in touch with them. It sort of harks back to my coffee and ketchup days. I don't know if you've heard it. We started this thing. I saw
0: that on LinkedIn. I looked at your resume.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we would meet up with actors at 830 every Thursday morning in Tenderloin, a place called Piano Fight. Yeah, people showed up piano in droves. We had Nancy Hayes come as a speaker. We had like 150 people. Uh-huh. We were interviewing her. We, you know, we had, uh, we had Greg Cohen. We had, you know, all the great casting directors. We had producers, directors, come. I mean, Lisa Keating, headshot photographer come out. And, um, you know, so I, th- I just think that's really in my blood to just want to be sort of a, a support structure. The only sad part is, you know, back then it, it, there wasn't a revenue model there. It was just totally pro bono and just mm-hmm. you know, just loving to see people and figuring out finances later. Yeah. So it's nice now to have sort of a structure in place where I can do this and, and, and love doing it and get paid. But then yeah. when I have bandwidth, to you know host events and and stuff and so um and speaking of which there's a little zoom holiday party tonight if if you want to come at five oh, okay. o'clock <laughs> oh they can, can send you the link yeah sure good. that'd be great yeah Yeah. okay cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. cool. i Please think you that. signed up right uh after i had sent out uh, the black. otherwise uh, you would have gotten yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah, so.
0: yeah yeah i think uh yeah. See tonight yeah i can do it tonight yep cool. all right
1: <laughs> But uh yeah, then on social media at aura underscore casting mm-hmm. um facebook and uh the world wide web you know we're trying to grow like i said our s e o and and get out reviews and yeah you know, so. and thank you so much for this podcast this this certainly helps and and on yeah. top of that, we have a great conversation and and got to dig deep and explore yeah. some really cool topics
0: so yeah yeah I, I love talking about this stuff since. Yeah. I've been doing it for so many years now, as you have. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Taylor. Yeah, thanks for doing this. This is a blast. You bet. (laughs) Appreciate it. Okay. Okay. I'll send you that
1: link for tonight.
0: Okay.